you do have to shift from that mindset of an employee to the mindset of a business owner, which is uncomfortable and it does take time. But when you make that decision and you are the business owner, that means that you can make your business your own, which means setting the boundaries for yourself in how you want to work. So how many hours do you want to work? It doesn't mean you have to work 40 hours a week. You could work 15 if that's what suits you, but respect those boundaries and respect yourself because you're the business owner. You're not the employee anymore. Building an online business you're obsessed with. I'm Lou Cornell and welcome to the Business Expansion Podcast, a show for all ambitious women who want to confidently build and expand their online businesses. Whether you're just starting out or you're already loving the online business space, this podcast is your go-to resource for leveling up your skills and expanding your mindset while creating a business and life you're utterly obsessed with. Are you ready to level up? Let's go. Welcome. I'm your host, Lou Cornell, and I'm welcomed by the beautiful Shannon. Shannon has been in my world, I think, for close to a year now. She's worked with me in multiple different containers, and I've had the absolute privilege of watching her go as a woman who inquired about becoming a VA while she's on maternity leave to a fully booked VA who is now scaling her business. Welcome, Shannon. I'm so grateful you are here. Thank you for having me. So exciting. And I'd love to know as we dive off a bit about your story because I've heard your story so many times and I'm never not inspired and motivated by it, but I'd love for you to share with the audience your story and how you wound up where you are today. So it feels like ages ago, I found myself on maternity leave as you do when you have a a child and I didn't want to go back to my job. So I was at that time working shift work about an hour and a half away from home and I just didn't find that viable and I didn't want to leave my daughter. I was too obsessed with that to go back to work and I'd never really had a career that I loved. So I started looking around online, what can I do, type of side hustle, start my own business. I always liked the idea of starting my own business and then this thing called a VA popped up. I'd never heard of it before and then more and more people were talking about it and this is in the midst of COVID as well. So A lot of businesses are online, people are working from home, people are made redundant, needing new jobs. And I find this VA, this mystical VA, what is this? And I look into it and a virtual assistant and these are the things that they do. And I think, I've done all of those things and all of the jobs that I've had and I think I'm pretty good at it. So I started following you, I think, at some point and just stalked for a while. And then eventually when I got the courage, I reached out and the rest is history. So, oh my gosh, so amazing. And did you ever imagine, and I love that I do the same thing when I find people I want to work with, I stalk their accounts and I get to know them and what they're doing. Did you imagine that woman who was doing that would become on to be such a successful business owner, to be fully booked in maternity leave, never have to return to a nine to five, be at home with your beautiful daughter? Did you ever imagine that to be possible for yourself? Absolutely not. I thought it was just a pipe dream. Some things that other people do, not me, definitely not me, just other people. It didn't seem possible. So it's a bit surreal now that this is what I'm doing. And even people around me, like friends and family, I think they probably had the same doubts in themselves or in other people as well. And they look and they go, wow, that's really cool that you've done that. And I'm like, I know <laughs> it is, isn't it? So yeah, I didn't think it was possible, but it absolutely is. I love that you said this was like a life for other women because that's how very much I felt. I'd be on 
Instagram and I'd see women having lunch by the beach on a Tuesday. I saw women hanging out with their kids at the park at a time where I thought everyone should be at a nine to five. Do you feel like this is the world's best kept secret? Because it ticks so many of my goals. I believed I couldn't do this and it happened so quickly. Do you think more women should know about this and know how possible it is for them? Yes, definitely. Even my husband says to me, like, he's like, wow, that's really cool that you've gone and done that. Now I want to start my own business. Like he didn't even, like he was just surprised that it's an actual possibility. And I think people need to take the plunge and know that they can do it, especially with support. Like that's probably my number one advice that I give to people. Invest in a coach if you can and invest in that support because it's priceless and you can do it 100%. I love that so much. I think leads me really perfectly to my next question. I speak to so many women who feel resistant or they're unsure about starting their business on maternity leave. They worry they're going to be really busy or they leave it too late and then they're faced with having to return to their nine to five in a couple of days or a couple of weeks time. What would be your advice to women who are thinking about taking the leap during this life-changing time? You're about to have a baby, maybe it's your first, maybe your second. What would be your advice and like what wins have you had by not having to ever return to your nine to five as a mum? The wins, like my daughter's not in daycare, so she stays home with me or with Nana some other days, but I just love that I'm there for everything. Like I play with her. We're both learning together. She's my first daughter and it's amazing that I'm getting to spend all this time with her without having to leave her for eight hours a day on some days. I think if you're thinking about it, you're already halfway there. So Mm -hmm. invest the time and give it a go because there's so much demand out there for VAs especially and everyone's different. Like it might look like it's an oversaturated market and everybody's doing it, but everyone has different skills. Everyone can specialize in their own thing and someone out there needs you. So don't wait. My God, that's so powerful and it's so true. (laughs) I know when I first started, I looked in and I just found all these accounts of other VAs and I somehow convinced myself that there wouldn't be room for me. And then I was fully booked in six weeks offering services that felt so easy to me because I did it in my nine to five. What was your experience like in that? Did you find clients really fast? How quickly did you move? When you decided it was time, what happened after that? It happened all very fast. (laughs) So when I decided it was time, I obviously jumped in with you and we got into VAM and did all the modules as fast as I could and got the ball rolling really quickly, like set everything up in the back end just so that I could start trying to get clients. And there's so many people out there who need VAs and jumping into those Facebook groups and putting yourself out there really does work because that's what I did on your advice. And I got my first client and then from there the ball just kept rolling and that's how you gain confidence and people will want to work with you. So I love this so much. And then you invested in me as your coach, which I absolutely love. You've joined a couple of my containers now, which makes my heart so happy that I continue to support you. What other actions and what other decisions did you have to make that meant you could rapidly grow your VA business and you went from fully booked? And was it a decision that you were going to go all in because you didn't want to return to a nine to five? What did that sort of look like outside of the support you got in the coaching container? Yeah, so it's a lot about, I think, mindset as well. Like you do have to shift from that mindset of an employee to the mindset of a business owner, which is uncomfortable and it does take time. But when you make that decision and you are the business owner, that means that you can make your business your own, 
which means setting the boundaries for yourself in how you want to work. So how many hours do you want to work? It doesn't mean you have to work 40 hours a week. You could work 15 if that's what suits you, but respect those boundaries and respect yourself because you're the business owner. You're not the employee anymore, which is hard to get your head around at the start. But once you get there, it's massive and it's so good. And block out the noise because there's a lot of noise online about what you should be doing and what you have to do and what systems you have to have and all of that stuff. But it's yours. You're the business owner. You can make those decisions and you can make it your own. That's, I think, the biggest challenge outside of the logistics or coaching that you'd have to work on. But once you get there, it's great. This is so juicy. And you touched on mindset. And I don't know if you were anything like me, but before I started, I talked myself out of it. I told myself all the ways it wouldn't be a success. I was so worried that I wouldn't have a safe income. I was so worried because all I knew is people went to nine to fives. What helped you make the decision to go all in? Because it can feel really uncomfortable investing in ourselves. It can be uncomfortable potentially feeling like we're saying goodbye to a safe income, which from my experience was not safe. I was made redundant in COVID. So a safe income was not a thing for me. How did you work through this? So your business became your safest asset as a woman who obviously needs to get paid as a mum. I think going back to that mindset of being a business owner, you've got ownership over something. So it's your baby. You're going to protect it. You're going to work for it and work hard for it because it's yours. You're not working for somebody else to go out and buy their Ferrari. You're working for your own. And putting in the hard work and dedication, but you're doing it for yourself and for you and your family or whoever you're doing it for, you feel like you've got that purpose and pride and satisfaction in what you're doing. You just mentioned purpose. And Mm -hmm. what I found in my journey was when I was in a nine to five, I didn't really feel like I had a purpose. I felt Mm -hmm. really unmotivated. I felt really uninspired. And I honestly thought I just wasn't a goal-orientated person, and I think it was for that reason. I was helping someone else buy their Ferrari, so why would I feel motivated by that? Was this you? Were you an unmotivated human before you started your business and all of a sudden it lit a fire inside of you that you didn't know existed? Yes, definitely the goals that resonates with me. I always thought, I'm not a goal person. Like, I don't set goals. I don't meet goals. I just work. <laughs> so when it's your own business, though, and you've got ownership over that, you need to have goals and you're more motivated to achieve them or work towards them or learn from them or whatever it may be because it's your purpose, it's yours. So it's very powerful to know that you can start your own business and have something that you love and, yeah, you own, you own. I can't think of any other word, but it's yours. Like (laughs) It's your baby. It's something that's going to give you your dream life. How old is your business now? Are we coming up to a year? Maybe less. Coming, yeah, a bit less coming up to, so it'll be a year and a few months. You spoke about goals before, and this resonates with me so much. I remember I was set goals in my nine to five, and no wonder I wasn't interested in achieving them because it just meant I was helping someone else buy their Ferrari. I was helping a million dollar business make another million dollars. And then what lit me up was setting my own goals, being in charge of how much money I could make each month, getting to decide which incredible women I work with. What goals are you celebrating that you've hit? Well, the one thing I think I learned from you, not the one thing, one of the things (laughs) I've learned from you is to celebrate the small wins. And Mm. I think that I never did that because you always feel like some things are not big enough to celebrate, even though they really are, because 
even if it's small progress, it's still progress. Absolutely. So at the very start, just like signing up for an ABN, a domain name, just little things like that. You know, oh, I've just decided my business name, which seems like the hardest thing in the world to get started with. Yes. And then creating a website, which I'd never done before, did that from scratch on my own, pricing and service guides, setting up a social media, all of those little things at the start felt like such big things and everything was a little celebration. And then from there, you get your first client and then you get your second client and then people give you a testimonial that's amazing and it makes you want to cry because you've put your heart and soul into something and like people are appreciating it and it feels so good. And then, yeah, just from there, there's just no end to this. It's scaling, it's growing, it's planning. You just skyrocket because you just can keep going with what's next, what's coming next, what's what can I work on? to achieve my next goal, which again, I didn't follow those rules. I didn't set goals. I didn't achieve them. I just went with the flow and waited for the next day. But now you've got direction, you've got vision and it's amazing. Do you think you've achieved more in, let's say, 10 months of business than you've achieved outside of having your daughter? Do you think you've achieved more in that 10 months than you have potentially in the last five years in your corporate life? Yes, definitely. It's just such a shift in everything that you do because you just feel more, I guess, empowered, I'm allowed to say that word, to make your own decisions and respect your own boundaries and work when and how you want to work. And I've done all of that, like you said, in 10 months. Like, you know, I've been to uni, I've deferred, I've been back to uni, I've deferred again. I've had multiple jobs or just haven't felt like I was in the right place. And now I finally do. How beautiful is that? And I remember there was a moment, I think you said to me, maybe in one of our live group coaching calls, you said to me, I've just realized I'm never going to go back to a nine to five. And I watched your face change from being like, oh, I hope this works out to, of course, this is going to work out. And this is my life now. And that was such a magical moment for me to like watch you experience. Cause I also had that moment too, At what point did you realize that in your business of, oh, wow, this is a legit thing. I'm making money. I'm helping women in business and I never have to go back to a nine to five. How did that feel? And when did you realize that? For me, it was when I got my first client. So I think Mm -hmm. it just felt real then. It's like almost at the start when you're choosing your business name and you're registering and you're making a website, it's like playing pretend in a way. You're like, oh, I'm setting up my own business. And like you're playing mum and dad's in the playground. But, and then you get your first client and you work with somebody in their business and they are putting that trust in you and they're paying you money. And before that, all the money that you got came from upstairs. It came from a boss. It came from payroll. But now it's coming directly to you from the clients you're working with and they're giving you testimonials that they love your work and they want to keep working with you forever and you've changed their life. And it becomes real that you're actually in business now. (laughs) You're a businesswoman and it's yours and you don't have to go and work for the big guy upstairs. How bloody powerful. And I think it also comes back to my next question where you said real life and I'm Mm -hmm. all about real life here. How did you balance it all? How did you balance a baby? How did you balance, you know, running a house with a child in it? And we know that can be challenging. How did you run being a business owner as well for the first time? What are some of the things that you did that made it easy? What are some of the decisions that you had to make where you prioritized yourself? It's hard. And that's the thing. I don't think this is for the faint-hearted. 
I wouldn't jump into this if you're not serious about making it work. And that's the big thing here. And I think even having my daughter was the motivation that I needed to make this decision for me because I was making it for my family. Mm. And you need to be serious and dedicated to it. Because you're serious and you're dedicated, the rest will fall into place because you're motivated to make this work. It's not just another thing that you'll just give it a go and see what happens. I said to myself, if I do this, if I join VAM, if I decide I'm going to be a VA, I'm going to do this. That's what I said to myself and that's what happened. So I think that's the first step to it. And then the second step is coffee. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. And I think my experience was so similar to yours. I drank lots of coffee and I also just decided this was it. Mm-hmm. I was never going back to a nine to five. This was going to work out. There were no ifs and buts. Yep. I was going to work through everything that came up because there were always going to be hurdles. So when you carry up towards a hurdle, and this is where I see so many women, they hit their first handle and they just give up. They drop off. They decide it's too hard. How did you navigate that when you hit a hurdle? How did you keep on moving? I think it's definitely inside them and the community that you created in there. That was a big help at the start, especially when you feel wobbly and you're new and you're not sure what happens next. And for me, that helped. And then going to Voxer training and now into one-on-one, like that's what I need to keep me motivated, someone to talk to, someone who understands. And then you do end up building in a community of people that I've met through them who are now VAs as well that I can talk to because they also understand. So definitely communicate how you're feeling and build a network of women that you can speak with and bounce ideas off of and collaborate with even. And I think that's what helps, especially in an online world. It can get to a point where, you know, a lot of us are used to working in teams or in an office or where there's someone else to talk to and and bounce ideas off of. And when you suddenly don't have that, it can feel a little bit scary, but I would definitely encourage you to either get a coach or build a network around you. I think that was one of my biggest fears. You remind me of it because I always had a team. I had like IT support. I had a manager. I had someone who did the same job as me. If I ever hit a roadblock, I had people to ask. And that was one of my biggest fears. But actually, my biggest fear never came true because much like you said, I had a community. I had a coach. I had Facebook groups I could ask. Did your worst case scenario, your biggest fear ever come true? Or did you go, what was I ever worried about? Like that is so far beyond the truth. I can't believe I thought that was going to happen. Yes, that's exactly how I felt because (laughs) there are people out there who want to help you and who will help you. And even though it's an online world, it's not a lonely world. There's so many people out there who are looking for connection as well, who are other business owners, who are coaches or anything, but there's so many resources that you can use that are helpful. So no, it feels like it will be scary and it feels like that's something that will come true and it won't unless you let it. I love it. So... That leads me to my final question on this podcast, and it's been such a beautiful conversation. You are now an incredibly successful business owner. You're a fully booked VA. I have witnessed you go from the woman who inquired, hoping to make a bit of income so you could stay at home with your daughter, to having a fully booked business that you're now scaling and growing. What are some of the most valuable lessons you've learned on your journey? And what advice would you give to fellow mums who want to build a business like yours so they can be at home with their kids? If you're thinking about it, just do it. (laughs) Take the plunge. It's one of those things as well that, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but it's like a low investment. 
It is. It's such a low-risk investment, and that's why I think becoming a VA is the world's best-kept secret Mm -hmm. because it's not like you've got stock in your parents' shed that you need to do. You don't need to invest into a really expensive e-commerce course or invest in a high-tech website. You literally Mm -hmm. just need to have a laptop, and you need to be able to potentially stretch yourself a bit and get a bit uncomfortable. Do you agree? Yes, 100%. That's right. So if you're thinking about it, then I highly encourage you to take the plunge and do it. And if you can afford it or you can invest in a coach or you see potential there, that's one of the biggest advices that I would say. So invest in a coach, especially Lou. It just helps you get the ball rolling and meet people and build a community and answer those questions that you might have at the start. The things that you're scared about, they're answered there for you to be able to get the ball rolling without those fears creeping in. Be specific about what type of business that you want to run? How many hours do you want to work? How many days a week? What type of clients you want to work with? Are they your ideal clients, say? Or they could just be people. I only want to work with people who are nice. I only want people yeah. friendly. You don't have to work with anyone who knocks on your door like you did when you were in a corporate world. You can yeah. be picky and choosy because it's your business and it's your mindset that needs to stay healthy so that you can keep running your business. So taking ownership and it's never too late to learn new skills or to take the plunge and start your own business. I actually just have one more final question before we wrap up. How long did you think about becoming a VA before you jumped in? How many months did you spend on your mind following people on Instagram thinking, yeah, one day maybe I'd like to do that? Too long. Was it longer than 10 months, which is how old your business is now? Yeah, it was probably almost a year. Yeah. This is why I love asking this question because usually we see our business success in such a short amount of time. So in your case, it was like potentially a couple of weeks, maybe mm-hmm. a month or two. But mm-hmm. we spent triple or quadruple that time thinking about it but deciding not to do it. My biggest advice is you don't know until you jump in how good it gets to be. Is that your experience as well? Yes, definitely. You're sitting there overthinking everything and catastrophizing everything and like this yeah. and that could happen. But until you're in it and living and breathing it, you won't know if, if it's the right thing, but until you do that, until you take the plunge. So right. do it. That was such a powerful conversation. Like I said, watching you transform your business and your life has been such a privilege to watch. And thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be where I am. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. And for those listening, I haven't paid Shannon (laughs) to say these lovely things. Shannon is one of the most kindest and most beautiful humans I've ever met. But thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Business Expansion Podcast. If you loved this podcast, I'd absolutely love to connect with you via my Instagram. My Instagram name is Louise Cornell underscore, and I'll also link the handle in my show notes. Remember, you have the power to create a business that not only thrives, but brings you endless joy each and every day. I can't wait to see you next time.